Good push. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Nicely done. <clears throat> How rude. That's the intro. How rude. That's the intro. First thing people hear on this episode is uh, you burping. Or us burping. Burps and farts. Burps and farts. All right. It's not not great quality, but it's quality. Platoon! Attention! Honorable Words is an independent project and is not endorsed by the DOD, any military component, or government entity. The views expressed within are those of the host. The hosts are not doctors or mental health professionals qualified to give medical advice. Additionally, the podcast can contain graphic descriptions of suicide and is not suitable for young listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Fallout! I can't, I can't see, you can't see me. Yeah, we're rolling. Okay, I'll yeah. be done. There's an ambush for you. Yeah, it's real quiet here. I didn't bring my, uh... Oh, yeah, there. I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can you hear me now? Down. Yeah, how's that? That's that, better. Is that better? That's much better. Yeah. So you're probably wondering why we sound like this. Yeah. Wait a second. Episode three. Episode, Episode three. Place. Are you gonna, you gonna tell your your Twa. trace your Twa. trace joke? What? Your trace joke. I have a good trace joke. Yeah, let's hear it. Have okay, a letter so, rotator tip. So, <laughs> do you know when um, illegals cross over the border? It mm. could be any whatever, but any illegal crossing over the border from Mexico to America, they always do it in ones and twos and fours and five. They never do it in groups of three. You know why? Why? Because the sign says no trespassing. <laughs> Was that one like the first the first jokes I told you like a million years ago? Yeah, yeah. It's no, still no funny. trespassing. It's still funny. Episode, well, that's the show, folks. Episode uh, three. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are your hosts. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, anyway, no. Started, uh, let's start it that way. Let's do yeah. it, host because we can't do fifteen minutes and then introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We should probably time. get right to it here. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Joe B. Adams, and this is Chris Colburn. Yeah, we are here for your entertainment. Always your, entertainment. Your derangement. Something. Your head shaking. Your your tear jerking. All that kind of stuff. I heard jerking and I got excited. Yeah, I, I I said it that way on purpose. You sound better in your gas mask than I do. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think you sound better. Well, more to the point, we should we should we should, we tell should get our, to that. Why yeah. are you guys wearing gas masks? Why are we wearing gas masks? Well, it's because uh, I had COVID. Joby has COVID. Uh, I'm I'm at the end of my my two week quarantine, just yep. so everybody knows. I followed all CDC guidelines, absolutely, as, as I should have. Uh, and uh, uh, today is the actually like the sixteenth day. I'll, I'll take a test tomorrow. And oh, so you're and over your two weeks. I'm over much. my two weeks. I mean, I'm not a numbers yeah. guy, but that seems like it's over two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so um, you and, get your test tomorrow, then they'll write you a little. Hey. Yeah, then I can go back and, you know, I, I haven't gone out anywhere. I've been stuck at home for the past uh, two weeks. Have you um, gotten your vaccine yet? I have not gotten my vaccine yet. Are you set up for that? When are you going to do that? Uh, I'll do it when I'm forced to do it. Okay. Okay, that's yeah. good. So yeah. here's... <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah, and it's not that I'm anti-vaccine or anything like that. Yeah, you sound like a conspiracy uh, theorist right now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's more because I want to allow people that... 
actually need to get the vaccine. Sure. Get the vaccine. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a healthy, strong guy. And, uh, well, I'd like to think I'm a strong guy. But I'm healthy and and uh, well, minus COVID. Uh, and, you know, I can survive with getting the COVID and, and, uh, and going through that. So uh, I'll let people that need the vaccine get the vaccine. And then once I am told by my chain of command to get the vaccine or or it is readily available, then I will get the vaccine. So I'm really, you know, super selfish here. Or super selfless here. I thought you said selfish for a second. I'm like, wait a second, why why would you think that? I just it's hard to hear this. Yeah. Uh, so we, we are you are you okay with taking them off? I you know, I'm okay with taking them off and the reason the main reason why right now yeah. is because you made this amazing drink for me to establish you like Oh, yeah. What is it? Is it some kind of a whiskey sour? Whiskey sour. Yeah. Whiskey sour. First whiskey time sour. I've ever had one, I yeah. think. Not in a bar or a setting that's just like, you know, oh. I just, it's the most tasty thing. So now with this oh. gas mask on and the drinking tube, do you have a drinking tube on your gas mask? Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I got, yeah, it's right here. So I have this drinking tube that will assist, but I don't have the yeah. canteen. You have to have the canteen. Yeah, I got, yeah, the I got the tube right here. Yeah. Okay. And I just put it on. Is I can put it on to a regular. Yeah. No, uh, it's different. Technology. You know, I can't even. If I, if I wanted to, I don't. Yeah, I got the M50. I barely use it. You've got the old style. The M40. Uh, That's how old I am. The M40. Well, what we'll do, uh, we'll take a picture here of the both of us. I will pop it up on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page we now. We do. Da -da 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 -da. We'll, we'll put in a little. little um, I'll make a little tune here for that. Da -da 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 -da. Something like that. Real cool. So you can check out. Um, our gas mask here. Here we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Killer. Killer. So, if you guys want to see that photo and us goofing around here with our gas mask on, um, <laughs> new boot goofing. Yeah. Uh, check out our our Facebook page, uh, Honorable Words Podcast uh, on on Facebook. Just facebook.com and then uh, put it up there in the search bar, Honorable Words Podcast. I'll, I'll probably tell you get an invite from uh, the... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put a, uh, a link to it on our uh, Spotify page or whatever page this is going to be on. But uh, I'm going to take mine off now. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I'll start a story about my day today if you want. Uh, so, um, one thing I will say is uh, I, have, I now have a lingering cough and a uh, shortness of breath uh, now. So that was that was really a struggle. So I can see how how that can be. So when we go hikes and we do certain things, I'll still continue to wear the gas mask because okay, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to see if I can still, for some stupid, weird, dumb reason, if I could uh, just keep up doing what I'm doing with the gas mask on. Can I still uh, run, breathe, control things, not freak out? Um, with a gas mask on. So, see, that's something I always wanted to get to, where I could uh, exercise with a gas mask on, like, or maybe not even exercise necessarily, but um, you know, like go for a walk with a gas mask on, or or be one of those super fucking hua hua guys. That's what we call it in the military when you you know you go full hua or you're super fucking hua hua, and you you. What does hua stand for? Hua is I have one of an those, idea, but is one of those words where it's just like 
It's an everything word. It, it can mean pretty much any way you say it, kind of like fuck. It can mean pretty much anything that you want, but more often than not, it's more of an, an acknowledgement uh, kind of word. So like, uh, hey, uh, you understand that? Hua, got it. Okay. We okay. would say Ra in the Marine Corps. Okay. Short for Ura. Right. Mm -hmm. We would mm -hmm. say Ra. Ra, sorry. Ra. Yeah. I it's, was it's, told that Hua stood for heard and understood. Yeah. It, That's yeah, people H -U, say that yeah, H -U -A, yeah. H understood. What's what's the A Acknowledged. Heard understood acknowledge h-u-a hua yeah okay so that makes yeah. more sense to me yeah but now it's turned into h-o-o-a-h -O -O hua h-o-o-a-h and uh, it's, I don't, if it's if it's an acronym uh now i i don't know what the acronym stands for i don't care to know what the acronym stands for it's a longer word than h-u-a uh, most soldiers when i say this most soldiers will will agree with me that we cannot stand the word hua. It's one of the most annoying words that a soldier can say. Um, and it's one of those words that sergeant majors and senior enlisted and, and officer types, they will say hua trying to get us motivated, us motivated, us, us enlisted soldiers. Yeah, us, us diehard killers. <clears throat> motivated and it's r ridiculous uh and it's a pathetic attempt at them to connect with us and i absolutely hate it uh so i try and i try to stay away from it and sometimes it comes into my vocabulary and i'm not even thinking about it because that's how freaking ingrained it's been into me and i cannot stand it I feel like you just sent me on a, on a huge tangent, a tangent against the word who is but i it's okay it's acceptable mm -hmm. That's what we're here for, mm -hmm. tangents and who is. Uh, Please so, never say that word again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I could just say acknowledge, sir, or something. I don't know. But we, in the Marine Corps, obviously everything is really dumbed down. Yeah. And so Ra was fine. Because you guys always, are eaters. It was always Ura. It was never Ra. It was mm -hmm. never EGA. Like, they actually said for a while there, you couldn't say EGA because Eagle Globe and Anchor should not be shortened. It is oh. the Eagle Globe and Anchor. Like okay. USMC is not that. It's United States Marine Corps. Oh, and I think it was like a commandant or something. Some sergeant major said, oh, let's just do a bunch of stupid executive orders. Kind of like they do with the tattoo policy every five or six years. Yeah. yeah like, something which like has that. no bearing on nothing on the narrative of a person and how they can lead and, and act as a Marine or a soldier and, and serve. Exactly. Yeah. So I just felt like. Over time, things progress, and then I first when I first heard people start saying raw, just mm -hmm. raw, I was like, "How fucking lazy are you?" That was right when Lance Corporal Underground came apart, like it came not part, came apart, came up rise okay. into the social medias, and then yeah, like a phoenix out of the ashes, it, it rose, it rose just like that, yeah. and it was kind of like it was funny, but there were guys that were getting out of Lance Corporal four years as an E three. It's mm -hmm. not even getting busted down, just not applying yourself, not giving a fuck. So they were like, the Lance Corporal on the ground is always the smartest. You yeah. know, before you pick up e, you know, E4, which is, for us, it's non-commissioned officer. I don't think you guys wait till you're, what, E5s till well, you do that? If you, get, if you make corporal rank, uh, E4 as a corporal, you're you're technically, air quotes, uh, an NCO. Um, you can put in, you can be put in those positions as an NCO. Um, I mean, me personally, I'm going to treat you as an NCO because you have corporal stripes. Uh, however, there are people within the army that will still treat a corporal as uh, as a specialist. As is that what they said, buck sergeant? 
Uh, Buck Sergeant is E5. Okay, so never mind. Okay. Yeah. It's just a new sergeant. Yeah, brand okay. new sergeant. Buck Sergeant. You Somebody called me that one time. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. Those, those those newly promoted E5s that are you know, out out there to, to make great change in the world. And if you want something done, you find a Buck Sergeant. You're like, hey, hey, Sergeant, here's what I need done. And you know that Buck Sergeant is going to move mountains to make stuff happen. And your day just got a lot easier. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, uh, back to the corporals, there are there is a certain sect within within the army that will continue to treat a corporal as as an E four and not think of them as an NCO, which I think is a goddamn disrespect to them because they are technically a uh, an NCO because uh, they have stripes. But isn't that like every branch other than the Marine Corps? considers their E4s just another soldier, another airman, another seaman. Uh, that may be. I, um, I just I just picked up on yeah. that. Like I just felt like that's how everybody, you know, that's why I asked this question. I, I was saying yeah. we can go on another tangent because it's it's very disrespectful yeah. for you to, to you know. Yeah, not, no, not you, you, you can see I'm getting a little uh, excited flustered. about that. Yeah. I could take another drink of that. We should have made a couple more of these yeah. before. Hey, we you have know to what? take a podcast break. We can pause and I can make another. They will never know. We can just edit know. together. Yeah. And we're going to keep this in here. I'm glad we're not doing live. <laughs> <laughs> if we were live, they would be crazy it shenanigans. nasty. We should do a live episode. We could. Is. Yeah. When we have more than six people that follow yeah. us. Hey, you know what? If there would be six people that would follow us, I would consider that a win. It, it, at least for one episode, I mm-hmm. have some people interested. I told them, I Snapchatted a picture of us in here with a microphone. Yeah. And people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just, just help my buddy out with the podcast. Like, what, what's it about? Like, oh, veteran suicide. And they're like, oh. Like, yeah. well, what, what, what do you mean? Oh. Like, well, why would you talk about that with a podcast? I'm like, why, why not? Would, why, yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. I don't know where, I mean, these are people I'm talking to that are not, they're civilians, you know, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and I said, listen, it's just a, something that we need to be able to talk about and not, uh, you know, not. Yeah, there's this it, big uh, taboo around it. Yes, exactly yeah. what I was looking for. The stigma mm. of yeah. not talking about it because of you're afraid of feelings and you're afraid of, you know, this and that. So, I mean, I've it just, I just, just so for the pure fact of them being interested, what does this mean? Like, well, we're going to sit down, tell dick jokes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not Todd Tyler. That's what I <laughs> I made a joke because earlier that's what they always say. They've been making this their oh, show popular okay. for, you know, 30 yeah. years. They're telling dick and jokes. I stopped listening to them years ago. For politics? For that reason? Yeah, for, for politics. I can't stand they, they put they, their politics into uh, it and it was... Super liberal, which I uh, yeah. okay, okay, wait. it's not even that it was liberal. Uh, it's just because they made it political, and I I tune into the radio to turn my my brain off as I'm driving I home gotcha. from work. And okay, I didn't want to have to deal with that, whether it be liberal or conservative or or you know hoot nanny, whatever it is, hoot nanny, hoot nanny. Uh, you know, that's that's just my personal opinion. You know, uh, but uh, so they're interested in dick jokes. Yeah. How would we? I said, listen, we'll have some cup of beers. We'll, we'll sit there and talk. And apparently, yeah. I we sound good on radio. Yeah, uh, in the microphone. So uh, let's just keep rolling with it. And I said, Absolutely. listen, this is what we're gonna do. It's gonna be serious. It's gonna be laughs. We're gonna cry. We're gonna whatever. And, oh, yeah. and so I think that people are at least. And then I <clears throat> obviously we brought up about episode two with uh, the the talking and the monotone and people mm-hmm. will fall asleep. Ready, go. Yeah. I mean, we probably already put like 10 people to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. 10. Oh, we went from six to 10 listeners. Yeah. Just like that. Just, see, I like how this works. I like how, see, I'm not. That's, that's how math works. I'm not the numbers guy. Uh, you know, so. exp- exponentialities. I mean, six goes into 10, 10 becomes one. And then. No, we just went backwards. That's how math works. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> so frustrated. It's been a long day. <clears throat> no, but um, COVID. You know, whenever you cough during this podcast, you have yeah. to say COVID. <coughs> COVID. How about you? Do you cough? <coughs> COVID. Yeah. And I'll just whisper in the mic. Real yeah. Quiet. Okay. You know, um, or when you're shortness of breath, I'll be like COVID. You know, you brought up a, a good point here a second ago, or uh, it, it jarred my memory of a conversation I had with a, a buddy. I didn't mean to. No, no, it's fine. Uh, talking about the podcast. Okay. And uh, um, he had posted something on Facebook about, uh, damn, I can't believe it. A third of my, uh, a third of my friends, our number, third one this month is how he kind of phrased it. Okay. And it was third person that he knows that, that decided to die by suicide this, this month. month. Yeah, That's it rough. was uh, in March. Um at the end of March, and historically, from my from my experiences, this time frame has been the time where uh, I tend to lose a lot of my friends uh, during these time of, uh, this time of year. But it just surprised me that it was his third one within a month. Um, I, I don't know how many of them were were service related, or if any of them were service related. If they had prior, uh, if any of them were prior service or not. Um, I kind of tried to, to dig in and, and find out that information, but he wasn't really having it. Sure. Uh, it was, so I just kept it real light, you know, like, Hey, sorry. Um, and I, cause I was messaging him cause that, that's, that's pretty intense. Three friends. But I told him about the podcast that we're doing and you know, Hey, I'm always here to talk, you know? And, uh, that's what I want to really get out there to anybody that's listening. You know, uh, it's important to reach out. And it's okay to talk. And uh, I, I would prefer you talk to me than, you know, not talk anymore. Right. I lost my breath on that one. I mean, I just, I want to take a breath of silence. Mm. A breath of silence. That makes no sense. Yeah. A moment yeah. of silence. At the end of the story, something like that, because it's deep. And I just... I want to know more about it. I'm drawn into that to know more and to, to find resolve and to follow up. And I feel, I feel, and I wanted to bring this up a, a different time ago and I didn't, but everybody has a curtain, uh, some kind of, not curtain, but some kind of wall shade, <laughs> a, a box of box. A, a block of time okay. that's rough for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, specifically, um, I do usually in the winter time, colder mm -hmm. months, but it always comes around this time where it's really rough. We have, oh, yeah. we have funerals, we have memories, we have, mm -hmm. and, and I don't know what it is. Everybody's got a block. Um, but when it lines up with other veterans, it's hard to talk to them. It's hard to reach out. Yeah. I don't have anything to give to some people when I'm feeling, I mean, this last month was rough. It, it's, it seems like, mm -hmm. and, and I seem like a lot of veterans I know, Springtime is the roughest time because they have that block of veterans or deaths or whatever it is yeah. that bothers them enough to stay in this lull. Yeah, I mean, part of it, part of it is the uh, the uh, cold months bringing out that depression in us. Um, I, I can't remember the exact terminology for it, uh, but the winter months—it's proven seasonal uh, depression. Seasonal depression. There we go. Yeah, that people will get depressed in the winter months. Um, I mean, I got really depressed, uh, back in January. I was, I was feeling it. Um, and there was really nothing that I could do to get me out of that funk. Um, and I had really bad anxiety. 
and uh, really all that it the way that I got out of it was just purely just going through the motions and trying to find joy again and you know I poured myself into guitar at that time and uh, that that eventually pulled me out of that spiral that I was in but um, for me you know that was uh, that was January uh, you know everything was fine else you know uh, amazing life on, on the outside it, you know it seems you know but I was dealing with some demons and uh, it was rough I'm glad you brought up the guitar because I wanted to bring that up as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you notice the beginning of our podcast and at the end of our podcast, we have this amazing instrumental oh, um, yeah. music now, which, well, we had at the beginning, but we didn't have yet. So now we mm-hmm. can go back and edit it. And obviously now we have it. Yeah. Those are done by Joby. Oh. None other than Joby. He is an amazing instrumentalist. Wow. Well, thank you. I he appreciate plays, that. He plays I... lots of guitars. I, I... Um, he does... He edits us all together. It's amazing, and we would. I, I would. I don't know. Like this is. I'd uh, like to think I dabble, which mm-hmm. means I have no idea what the f you're doing. I, I mostly just push buttons and, and you make it sound program, good. And I love much. the intro. I love the. I love how this is working. And so I just want to say thank you to your talent. Oh well, thank and you. If you have that. any idea what this guy's capable of, stay tuned for more because it gets better every. <laughs> It, you know, we don't have that. What was that? The hum that we had last time. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell us uh, about that. Yeah, that that was just a ground loop that we had, uh, yeah. and uh, so I just put on a ground lift, and uh, now it's gone. And I'm deaf, so I really probably didn't hear it at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard it was uh, as I was editing it, and uh, you know, and there's nothing we do about it, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's sold. That's what it is. Yeah, that yeah that one uh, you probably heard on on our first episode. There's probably some clicks and pops, and you know, there there's nothing I could do with that. The audio got corrupted, and so there's clips and pops in that one. Um, but you know, um, I, I've been at this for a while, so I know solutions, and uh, so I, I saluted it. You saluted it. Saluted. I like the fact that we <laughs> give everybody a low bar. Yeah. Like we might be funny motherfuckers, but yeah. technology, you know, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. Numbers are hard. We have a low bar we start at. We can only improve from there. Only improve. I All just, the way I up, love going how you're thinking. Time. Yeah. Trying, trying to get better each time. You know, uh, we're on, we're on some pretty, some really good microphones. Uh, oh, these, these are solid. These are microphones that I use, uh, in my, uh, profession for recording. Um, but these are not the best microphones for, uh, dialogue. Like what we're having, these are condenser microphones. And you should really have uh, a dynamic microphone for this kind of an application. And, you know, maybe eventually, and if we get enough supporters and enough listens and... Sponsorship. And sponsorships. What if we found a sponsor? Oh, I would love to have a sponsor. There's, but wait, but we have to have some ground rules here. Okay, ground rule number one. We're not sellouts. Not sellouts. But I will take a fat check. But listen, don't sell yourself. Like, we, you can't cuss anymore. <clears throat> I'm out. Yeah, no, you can't I, drink anymore. You can't talk about um, midget tranny porn. I'm out. Yeah, no, like I'm see, not interested. Yeah, no, that's that's one of our ground rules that we set ourselves. Exactly. And it was going to be anything and everything is on the table, uh, barring you know a, a few topics. You know, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about it because that's life. That's the military. That's how that's how soldiers talk. That's how that's Marines real talk. Life. That's real life. And the more we talk about it the more we can help people get through their difficult times. Sure. Sure. Uh, and just have, have people have a, a happy and healthy and, and funny day. If I can make one person laugh or giggle out of all this, I think I've done, I think I've done what I needed to do. Yeah. We talked about it's just saving one life. Mm-hmm. Think of that. Make one person laugh. That could, that smile, that laugh could be, you know, that off the edge, that, you know, weapon on safe back in the holster. Yeah. 
if anything, we're you know passing time and we're we're having uh, fun. Mm-hmm. Can you tie that cherry stem in a knot? I cannot. Have you ever tried? I have not tried. Can I have it? Okay. This is going to be so riveting that I'm mm-hmm. going to do this on air, and all we can tell by listeners, all they can do is is narrate. So here's I'm going to challenge you. This I'm going to say. Oh uh, no, I'm going to record it. Okay, you can record it too. Yeah. But I want you to narrate it for the people on the podcast. Yeah, and I'll put it up on the. Uh, um, are you ready uh-huh. to narrate? I'm 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 wanting some real good vocab words from you. Okay. All right, here we are in the studio. I yeah. got Chris here, and he's got a uh, a cherry stem, and he's about to do something amazing. So let's see what he does. <laughs> I'm he's holding it. He's holding it in his hand. He put it in. He put the cherry stem into his mouth. He succulented the cherry stem into his mouth. He pushed it out with his tongue very uh, uh, seductively. He's milling it around in his mouth. Those teeth are doing some some interesting things. He's got it. He's got it. Man, that was quick. That was... That was 10, 15 seconds, and he's Don't do that nail. Hold on, that nail's disgusting. we got to do oh, that. Okay, so I'll pull it back in. <laughs> the whole thing's going on in the video, but he's put it into a knot, ladies and gentlemen. I've tied this cherry stem in Into a knot. a knot. That was fast. Can you untie it? Um, yeah. Yeah? Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so he's going backwards in time. <laughs> the gears are turning. I've never, never, nobody's ever asked me this before. Oh, no. Oh, this is a first. This is a first, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Everybody always asks... Can you can you tie it into a knot? Okay, there. Okay, but can you untie it? Untie. It. He's thinking. He's gritting the teeth. Oh, oh, and there we have it. Da 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 da. Same. I'll, I'll put in the same jingle from earlier. It's out. It's out. Awesome. That's pretty crazy. All right. So that was some riveting bit that we did on the yeah podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna chew it because it has good um, nutrients. Oh, you're gonna eat mm-hmm. the the cherry stem now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well. Um, so you were telling me earlier today that today was a good day for you. Yes, a very good mental health day. Tell me more about that. I woke up today and I just wanted to, I've, I've been planning a day like today for a long time, but mm-hmm. I don't make it happen because something else happens. I, I find you somebody else to run to. to yes. Yeah. So I wanted a good day where I can just sit and do what I want to do. And I, my, my plan was to build a storage area for a cord of wood. Okay. So I've got how much is a cord of wood? A cord of wood is four foot um, deep. Four foot deep. Four foot high. By four foot high. And eight foot long. So the size of my my your car. Your car. (laughs) Your mini your mini car. (laughs) My mini car. (laughs) So it's a um ladies and gentlemen, he's holding his log in between his legs. No, no, I was not mimicking the idea of a of a phallic uh, image at all. At all. At all. Because we've never done that. No, I would I would never do that. I was clearly, you know, uh, mimicking my cock. <laughs> I almost spit out this cherry. My cock. So I'm trying to yes, okay. pro- I'm trying to pro- um, provide an, a storage area so that I can chop this wood and have it ready to go. People are buying it from me. Yeah. Here and there. So that requires me to clear out areas to put more junk from one area to the other. Oops, sorry about that. And I just spent the day hauling logs around, like hauling wood. I was dancing. Um, I didn't have, I only had one drink today. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with my coffee. Um, and I think it's called Frangelica or something like that. Frangelico. It's okay. some kind of a hazelnut liqueur. Okay. It mixes with your coffee really well. Nice. So I had that one drink today um, about 2 o'clock, and then I just was like burning. Yeah. Just 
hauling stuff. I was working on chainsaw. I was trying to work my lawnmower. I was trying to just, it was an outdoor day. And so when you're doing things and you're busy and the dogs were good Mm -hmm. and everything was just, it was 70 degrees a day. It was just amazing day. You didn't have to pull out your AK? No, I did not have to bring. Today was a good day. Today was definitely a good day. I didn't, I didn't have to pull it out. Do, do, bop, ding, bop, boo-doo. Uh, see, that's so we don't get copyright issues. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the look on his face Are right you there? doing right now? Yeah. No, uh, I had to change up a little bit of the melody. Uh-huh. Um, so That we, was a big change. Yeah. It wasn't a little bit. That was there, a big change. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of on the fly. So that's... Um, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud of you for saving us. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, so today was a good day. Today was a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just... I don't reflect on that enough okay. of why, you know, why was, why was today a good day or why? And I didn't get as much done as I wanted to. Um, okay. I also got something done. I did. Yeah, um, so I also wanted to donate a bunch of, uh, RC cars that oh. I've collected over the years right. to a guy. This is, <clears throat> this is brand new. I did not know you were in RC cars. Well, I wasn't into them. Okay. I've had a few of them. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. So like, I've got one that's a um, new nitro car. So it's, okay. it runs on nitro. It's like 10%, 20% nitrous or something like that. I don't know what the hell oh, it wow. is. It's okay. like a nitro fuel. It just has a little battery operator for the servo motors. And then it just has, you, you pull start it with a little glow plug igniter for spark plug. And it's, 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 it's kind of, a, it's a nice little hobby. Man, sounds awesome. It, yeah. So I just haven't done anything sounds with expensive. it for a long time. It can be very yeah. expensive. I've got quite a bit wrapped up into this. I bought it in the Rancor and I just, yeah. something to do with drinking beer and, and jump in this car. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the years, I've also collected some battery operated ones. And I met this gentleman, um, a couple years, well, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, last week I met this gentleman, um, on a bike ride is after Easter and he had a bunch of RC cars in his car, in his garage. We were playing darts, just hanging out a yeah. uh, friend of a friend. And I just mentioned to him, Hey, I've got these cars. Would you like them? Mm-hmm. I don't do anything with them anymore. And so There's I had my youngest space. son, yeah. exactly. Youngest son you know, helps me dig them out of the garage. And he's like, what are we doing with these dad? Are we going to finally fix them? Cause uh-huh. dad's yeah. got finally fixed. Like I've got a list of things that dad yeah. needs to fix. This is not very high on them. So I said, no, I'm going to donate these to somebody who will know, know how to fix them, mm-hmm. will enjoy them, and probably, like, he was upset because he's like, Dad, I want you to fix them so we could race with them. I'm like, yeah. well, here's the deal. I said, I will donate to this guy. He will fix them up, and I'm sure he will invite us back to – this guy is so serious about it. He's building a track in his backyard to oh, race wow. them. So like, yeah, that, that's that's next level serious. Once, right? once so, you've dedicated, dedicated areas of your backyard. Once you've convinced your wife or your girlfriend, whoever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, that, that's, actually, that's no, hurdle number They're one. not married, but, yeah. but once you convince yeah. your significant other right, yeah. to allow you to make an RC car dirt track in mm-hmm. your backyard, that's, that's next level. Is he making a YouTube channel? I don't know, but he, he should. should make a YouTube channel on it. People would love to watch that. Really? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, once he does... So you're going to put that bug in his ear. He's yeah. going to make a YouTube channel. And then once he does, then we're going to plug him on the show. And he's going to come on. We've already plugged him. But we'll plug the channel. We'll plug the channel. Yeah. 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 So what if that could be part of our sponsorship? We'll just randomly plug people for, for 10 bucks. Is that how uh, that works? I... Am I, I, am I no, picking this out in Australia? No, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna charge people to plug them. Okay. Um, now, if there's a product company that would that would give us money to plug them, then yes, you know, say there was an ad. Uh, right now, it would be uh, an ad, and it'd be for this product. <laughs> right now, it'd be an, an ad. <laughs> and, and through the powers of magic and editing, there's an ad inserted right here. 
uh, but there's not because we don't have a sponsor. Um, but there would be an ad, you know, maybe it'd be like for uh, Ernie Ball guitar strings. Um, and then we tell would, me about them. I would tell you about why I use Ernie Ball guitar strings. By the way, this is not a legitimate ad. We are not sponsored by them, but if Ernie Ball guitar strings would like to. Uh, you know how to reach us. The, yeah. Just PM you know, me. You know, your people get it, you know, in touch with my people. and We don't have people. Not yet. I got people. Do you? Yeah. Well, I've got people too, actually. <laughs> I've got lots of people. We have yeah. a very good support group. We do. We with really everything do. we want to yeah. do. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're going way off topic here. Back we to your, your good mental health day. Um, so I just... You're donating these the cards. RC cards. Yeah. So I gave them to this gentleman and... He was like, oh, my God, my kids are going to freak out because this kids help work on them with him. He mm-hmm. teaches them how to do it, which is really awesome. I just don't have the time or the knowledge or the care to even whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, it's me cleaning out part of my life, right? These things that I've held on to for a long time, I'm just getting moving them forward. So yeah, he was it's so like, stoked about it. Yeah, he was it's like, like what I did with uh, my motorcycle a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I loved that motorcycle. I cared for that motorcycle. I rebuilt that motorcycle. And uh, I was the only owner of it, and I loved it. It was a sport bike, and my knees just couldn't take it anymore. Because um, you're old. Because I'm, I'm getting older. And uh, it was it was time to let go. So, uh, yeah, so I gave it off to a, a new kid, and he's out there enjoying it, and I'm glad Young, that he likes it. Younger gentleman. New yeah. kid. Yeah, younger gentleman. Was he on the block, off the block? Uh, <laughs> was he? <laughs> you know, he could have been. He could have been a new uh, kid. Uh, yeah. There he is. Camera shy. Camera shy. Oh, was, um, that, was that of me or was that it of was you? both. I, I'm oh. a master of the selfie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Turn it on. So okay. I can, and that's the funny thing. If somebody ever gives you a phone to take a picture of them, you always take a couple selfies first. Oh. That's the rule. That's, that, is have that you a ever, rule? Have you ever had somebody ask you to take their picture? Yeah. And you've never taken a selfie? I've never taken a selfie. From on here on phone. out? Yeah. You got to. Because then they go back and they go back and they look to see, and you, you always try to take their phone, and be like, "Here, take this," and then you, you show them the picture, and then later on they find out they have like fifteen pictures of you, oh. <laughs> of your nose hair, and you're like maybe yeah. not fifteen pictures, but yeah, maybe I, not fifteen. I would they, they, would prob- they would probably understand that you're taking pictures of yourself if you got to fifteen. Well, but if you have fast thumbs, yeah, fa- fast thumbs, fast thumbs, fast thumbs. It's all about the fast. Sometimes you can hold the button down on some cameras, and it just takes them. Yeah, that's true. Um, Gunny did that. With my phone one time. Did he? I bet there was 400 pictures of him. Oh, my gosh. Probably. Probably. 150, maybe. There was a lot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I told you I was not a numbers more, guy. More than 10. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's equitable to 400. Uh, in some time. Some, yeah, some language. One, two, ten, four hundred. That's how I got... That's how I was... Promoted? Learned, promoted? Learned how to, <laughs> how to count. Uh, more, more over, it was in basic, and it was 30 seconds... 29, 28, 15, 5, 1, get down. You're doing push-ups now. And I, I remember I remember thinking to myself, that was not 30 fucking seconds. You, and you said yourself, you know, as I'm doing these push-ups. And that's how we're at now. That's, that's, how, we're at we now. Had, that's how we learned how to count. All right. So, so, busted. so now we refreshed our whistles. Ooh, that's really good. Uh, refreshed our whistles. Wet our whistle. Wetted, wetted our whistles again. <clears throat> So I took this stuff to this guy, and I yeah. had this conversation with my son about how we're giving these to somebody that will use them. We'll mm-hmm. know how to build them and fix them, and he'll probably invite us over to race them at his house. And then we don't have to do any of the work. Somebody else is better 
apt to fix them up and to enjoy them. And this just guy has three children, mm-hmm. um, boys, and they're very similar to my age as my kids. So I think it'll be it'll be fun to introduce the kids, you know, and be friends of friends. Which is, and this is what this is the relationship I have with most of my veteran friends. Yeah, their kids and my kids. We just it's a family. We just get along and we just have fun and you know. Yeah, we just uh, welcome. My home. sons met your met your kids. Yeah, we hung out a couple times. Yeah, we worked together. And yeah. when I had my parenting time, and when we, I'd come over, we there were times where we would yeah. kids would play. Boys were in the living room, yeah. and you and I were in the kitchen, hugging, kissing, crying. I mean, there were times we had some conversations. Yeah, where it was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to pour that out here on the air, but no, I felt like that was something that I needed to explain to him. You know, yeah. there was a time where we hung out all the time. It doesn't mean we're not friends now. Right. It's just we we had times where I was going through some rough times and Joby helps me out, vice versa. Vice versa. And mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. It used to make me feel guilty to make a veteran call with my children because it's my parenting time. Oh, right, yeah. And so I've done that sometimes where I would take uh, my children with me to a you know veteran, mm-hmm. and they might have children. Um, that's the only real reason I would probably allow them to to come with me because then they can talk to their kids and I can talk to dad or mom. Yeah. And I've done that several times. Um, with lots of times, and the kids yeah, understand well, it's, that it's good. It's good to get them immersed in it too. I think know? so. You know, show them, hey, uh, you know, it may seem like we're having a conversation, but we're we're really helping people. Yeah, and it's not that, and just because we're not hanging out doesn't mean we're not friends. Like, yeah. so there will be a time shortly that we need to get together with the, with the boys. Absolutely, and, yeah. <laughs> have a little you know, the, the, first, the first night that we were doing the podcast, uh, I was talking to my wife, and uh, I was like, "Hey, you know, I should have Chris bring his boys over." And uh, she was like, "So, not only do you want all of our kids to be here, but you want us two chicks to be hopped up on wine, and then I have all these kids here, and you guys are going to try to make a, a recording." And have like, us make them quiet. Yeah, have them us quiet. Make them, yeah, yeah, that would not have happened. I think for the most part, they'd want to see. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. For thirty seconds, and then then it's like because yeah, okay, their let's... attention span can only go for so long. And I don't blame them. That's mm-hmm. partially my fault for giving it to them hereditary, hereditarily. In the jeans. Yeah, I'm not wearing jeans. I'm wearing. Uh, cargo khakis. Khakis. Khakis, but they're cargo khakis. Yeah, no. They're... So I can keep all my things in them. These you are know, people dog on khakis. We're both. We're actually both. We're wearing both wearing khakis. Yeah, mine are the longer ones, and you're the shorts. I got the shorts, but people dog on khakis. Uh, but they're they're really rather versatile. You can put so much crap in these pockets. They are that single handedly um, makes um, inferior infer- purse inferiority inferior inferiority. Inferiority? Inferiority. What do we make an inferior? Purses. Purses, okay. Because we're walking fucking purse. Yeah. We've got all these pockets for all of our stuff. Anything I could ever want could be in my pocket. Yes. You know, like, you know what? I'm going to grab my pliers. I'm going to grab my Gerber. You know, my Gerber. You actually put that on your belt if you're a real dad. Well, I do. <laughs> well, I do. Uh, Show me your case. You've got a case right I've, here on I've your belt. I've got my Gerber. I've got my Gerber. Where's it at? Okay, there's a there's a thing. Do you remember the Leatherman? Yes, absolutely. Which one do you like better, the Leatherman or the Gerber? The Gerber. Why? Because for me, it's quicker access because I can out real quick. Quicker access. I'm not sure what that means. Ah, I know where it's at. 
This is a Gerber. Des- describe it for the people. There is a Gerber case. Yes. It legit Gerber, and he and he does carry it on his belt loop. It's a black Gerber case with uh, very sturdy straps and Velcro. And there it is, folks. Okay, so that's the Gerber. So you pinch the sides, and you pop it out. That's yeah. what you talk about. That's why I like it, because it's so quick. So the Leatherman can... doesn't do that at all, right? No, the Leatherman, you have to take it out, and then you have to like physically turn it. and. Oh, it, Bimber, it spins inside out. Yeah, that's and, then, the and then you can get to the pliers. But for me, my Gerber... This is the same Gerber I've had since Afghanistan. I deployed to Afghanistan Can in I see it? Can I hold and, it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, that is that's been with me through some journeys. It's very well, very well worn. There's no rust on it. I'm very proud of that. I I try to maintain it as best I can. And we talk about weapons maintenance and saving our life one day, but this is a very very nice, very very good looking Gerber. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I read on a meme once that if you have a problem that you can't solve with a Gerber, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have taken that to heart because anytime I have an issue, that, I always go for the Gerber first. And I, I'm like, I'm going to solve this problem with the Gerber. This Gerber has been on so many home projects. For, remember when you came over and you helped uh, break down the uh, the patio? Yes. The Gerber was involved. The in Gerber that. was involved in that. Yeah. And then the rebuild, the Gerber was involved in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was, we got off on You have tangent. a problem. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We were finishing up the story about the guy with the cars and then yes. the kids and then, you know, just trying right. to raise them right. That's pretty much it. And then I wanted to come um, straight here and get a sandwich on my way here. And mm-hmm. so I did that, but I didn't have my wallet with me. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I pretty much just left the house, not in a rush tonight. I have the, the car packed. I literally have a tote, two toolboxes, and then um, some other boxes with some wheels in it for this guy. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of There's a hovercraft in there. There's a couple RC cars and then a couple, uh, one nitro car with two own engines. I mean, okay. like a, a bunch of stuff. I collected yeah. a bunch of, of time. And so I'm unloading stuff. Um, I go to McDonald's on the way home to your house, and I don't realize it on my wallet. So yeah. I go to the window. I'm like, hey. So I, in between time, the person in front of me paying me. I grab my central console. I have my old wallet that I used to carry. So I'm like, I'm digging through. I'm like, I've got to get a bank card in here, a credit card, something. I can just swipe. First one uh, doesn't say access. This one's not acceptable. I did it three times. Mm-hmm. And the guy finally looks at me. and He, goes, he hands it back, and he says, I got you, brother. I got you. And I was like, right. well, what do you mean you got music? I got you. Yeah. I got you. Pull ahead. So I pull ahead, and the, the the cashier guy, he's like, here's a mango something smoothie. And I'm like, I didn't order that. I already feel yeah. bad because yeah. I'm not what to, sure what to expect. And I said, I actually got a number one uh, with a large Coke. Yeah. And he says, oh, okay. Um, let me have the manager come over here or whatever. And I was like, well, I can't pay for it. You know, is it, is it, what does it mean? I got you, bro, mean. So yeah. the manager comes over, and he's like, hey, you got that coupon, right? <laughs> I said, uh, sorry, sir. I don't want to talk about it. I, yeah. I, I can't afford this because I don't have my wallet with me. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, you have that coupon. We'll ring this up later. Yeah, you and have like, that coupon. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not smart. And so I said, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm thank you. So I'm like, what is yeah. that guy's name? And he tells me. So I'm like, I'm going to have to come back another time and try yeah. to say thank you to this gentleman because yeah, he hooked me up for sure. Like, he mm-hmm. felt bad for me. And I didn't give him excuses. I just said, listen, if I can't pay, I'm going to go. Like, mm-hmm. try these cards. I know they're probably old and, and I haven't used my wallet in probably, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. So I, there was like a discount guy, a tire card in there for uh, when I bought my tires two years ago. 
okay. and they gave you a fifty dollar rebate card. It's just not activated yet. Oh, but there's fifty dollars on it, so that's when I gave him first. I'm like, hey, oh. I found this gift card, and it's like Christmas. Yeah, and it wasn't activated, and it didn't work. So, oh. uh, or they or discount tire screwed me and didn't give me an active card. I, either one, could okay. have one of those two. So you either gave him fifty dollars for number one. Yeah. Uh, on a, on a gift card. Yeah. Or you gave him a card that's not active. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he gave him back to me. He said, "Oh, I got he gave him back yeah, to me." Yeah, swear to yeah, yeah. No, okay. there was no money transactions done. Oh wow. He was just literally the kindness of his heart. Hmm. He saw me panicking, and I was like, "Listen, just he's like, just take this. It's ten o'clock at night." Yeah. It, you know, it's not like a. Not like you're in <laughs> on the a Sunday night, ten o'clock yeah. at night. And I was just like, "Man, I'm so sorry." He's like, "Just, I got you, bro." And I'm like, "So I'll have to go back there with a thank you card oh. or something. Maybe oh. a little cash and say thank That's you." That's just the uh, the goodness of uh, the day. The day. The yeah. day was a good mental health day. Yeah. And I stressed well, out about this. Well, stuff that you've been doing, paying it forward, helping out, going out, possibly. You know, uh, karma is a thing. Yeah, I, I like to think karma is a thing. Anyway, um, you know, you go out and you do good things, and good things will happen to you. You know, I can you, take that. You know, uh, it's nice to be nice and, uh, good things will happen to you if you are nice and, and nice things will happen to you if you are nice. It's nice to be nice and nice things will happen if you're nice. I don't know. I'm trying to make something nice I'm smiling using, because of some alliteration. <clears throat> no, it's good. Yeah. There's, I, I have my, my oldest son will disagree with you and we, oh. it's very funny because we just went to, um, God, we wanted to go get some pizza the other night and we went to little Caesars okay. and they used to do hot and ready's. Right, yeah. I have gone there a zillion times in the last... Hot and ready is how I survived. Right. They don't do hot and ready at this location anymore. They literally oh, just... no. You can order it in advance. They uh-huh. put it in this little vent machine. When you get there, you enter this code, and then it opens door. Uh, yeah, they probably can't do hot and readies because of COVID. And I don't know what they... They yeah. just don't do it. So yeah. I, t- I look at the guy, I'm like... So anyways, mm-hmm. back up. Okay. We pull in. We're pulling in, and there's one spot left in front. So I let this guy go in front of us. I'm like, listen, I'm not in any hurry. We are hungry, but whatever. These two boys can wait five minutes, whatever they need to do. So anyways, not knowing, I let this guy go in front of me. Mm-hmm. Go inside. The guy gets the only hot and ready pizza is a one cheese oh, pizza. No. The guy asks, hey, can I get a pepperoni? They go, we don't have any hot ready. He's like, what do you have ready? He goes, cheese. He goes, okay, you can have this. Buys a cheese and leaves. I go, hey, do you have any more cheese pizzas? He's like, no, that guy took the last one. Uh, I'm like, yeah. how long do I have to wait? He's like, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck it. Yeah. So then I tell my kid. Mm-hmm. what happened and yeah. he's like dad the salty kid it's is your now fault salty. now he's yeah. mad because he's like i was really hungry yeah and it's your fault for being a nice guy it didn't pay off dad mm. and what do you tell your son that tells you that i said listen bro uh, i so said you're thinking of of the micro transactions right now yeah yeah it, because i said there's no way of knowing mm-hmm. when i let him in the parking stall to go in front of me in the store and help the door for him all this stuff mm-hmm. there's no way of knowing he was going to take the last cheese pizza. So yeah, I no still way. did the right thing. I mm-hmm. let him in the parking stall. I opened the door for him. That's just what we do. Right. It sucks. It sucks that now we have to that wait. Now we have to wait 15 yeah. extra minutes because they don't have hot and ready cheese pizzas. And I let this guy, if I had just taken that parking stall and not have the door and rushed in there and grabbed it out of head, we'd be eating pizza right now. Yeah. But I had to laugh at that because it was a life lesson for me mm-hmm. to even know. And then when I told it to him, he's like, he's mind computed as dad. It doesn't pay off. And I'm like, I started laughing. I said, no, it's not going to prevent me from ever doing that again. Yeah. I'm no. going to continue. I said, it was just a crappy situation how it ended up. I go, that's my life. That's our lives. I just, yeah, that's just what you have to But balance. it's also very much the, the now mentality, you know? Yes. You know, there's no way of knowing of, of how that situation, you know, maybe this guy, you run into him again uh, and he remembers your face. Never. 
You, <laughs> go, you, go, ahead. Never say no, never. go ahead. And you remember your face. I don't know. You have a very memorable face. Uh, what are you trying to say? I, say? I got a big nose. No, I'm saying you have a memorable face. Okay. Um, I'll shut up. <laughs> but, you know, something might happen where you, and, uh, you know, he helps you out and he returns a favor. Or maybe somebody sees, you know, and it's, or, you know, you're just putting that goodness in your bucket. Filling up your, your goodness bucket. And eventually, you know, that, that goodness bucket's going to spill over. I've never heard of this analogy before. I'm making it up right okay. now. Okay. Okay. But stand by. I, I, I think, I think it's a good one because. Let's see know, how it ends, folks. Yeah. Uh, you know, the goodness bucket's going to spill on you because uh, it can only go so much. Or you're going to use some of that goodness that you need for yourself. You're going to be uh, selfish for a moment, which is okay to be selfish. There's all this this need and push recently for people to be selfless and it's it's not okay to be selfish but it is okay to be selfish and it's almost selfless to be selfish selfish sometimes because everybody needs help at one point or another doesn't matter who you are you're going to need help that's that's my my personal philosophy somebody everybody needs help at some point um but either through you Overfilling your goodness bucket or or taking some out, you have that reserve there, and then something something's going to ha- good is going to happen for you. So, like, have you ever been to Coco Keys, Florida? No. Oh, uh, the water resort, uh, Coco Key. Yeah, the uh, water resort at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, here in town. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. So they have um, a very big bucket. Yeah, the splash bucket. <coughs> Excuse me. And when COVID, when the water fills up and overflows. It exactly. splashes on you. Is yeah. that what I picture when you have the goodness bucket? Yeah, the goodness bucket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Now a visual. There, there's your, your goodness bucket analogy. Okay. So is it, but yeah. what if it's, um, that's a lot of goodness. How well, big is my, how am I going to know when the bucket's going to spill over? Well, you never I feel like know, I have a big either. fucking bucket. It's huge. Yeah. It doesn't ever spill over or yeah. it evaporates. It could be. Uh, what is this? I mean, you know, I, I I didn't put any constraints on the size of the bucket. Okay. I, you know, I'm I'm just picturing a bucket, whether it be a five gallon bucket or for you, it's a, uh, you know, there there's a psychology study. You know, I it is. I, 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 I this say, is deep. Yeah, I say a, a goodness bucket, and I think of a five gallon bucket, and you think of a, a giant, giant fucking yeah, water. probably like 400, 500 gallon bucket, like here. Here's the engineer's like, I've got an idea. Let's take a 4,000-gallon bucket of water and dump it on these helpless fucking children's faces. Yeah, but they do it in a manner that it, it comes out slowly enough that it doesn't kill people because 4,000 gallons of water. It's isn't... not really 4,000 gallons, but yeah. have you ever seen one of those buckets douche yeah. a fucking kid that's not ready for it? <laughs> yeah, they get annihilated. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> what engineer said this is a good idea? Let's fuck these kids up. Uh must have been a fucking former as a veteran yeah. of some kind, disgruntled veteran yeah. of some kind. Probably can't say fuck these kids up. Uh, they probably yeah. he probably thought that in his vision, but it didn't make it to the storyboard. Yeah, um, but it made the bucket made it into real life. In the bucket. Well, let's just be honest. That's what the, happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to focus as much on how it got there. It got there. It got there. But his his words were, <laughs> "Smash them in the fucking face." Smash with water. them in the face. Yeah. Um. Interesting. So that's the bucket, the bucket of goodness. Bucket of goodness. Overflowing. Yeah, but you know that's my uh, that's a thought that I have. You know, um, and that's why I try to to do good out in the world. Uh, you know, because 
I believe it's going to come back. Sure. A, a some way or some form. You know, and, um, you know, I, I know that through my religion it teaches, you know, um, you know, I, I'm Protestant, so I'm, uh, mine teaches me, uh, you know, not not by works, but by faith. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you do need to do some kind of works uh, for it, but that's all I'm going to say on that. So, <clears throat> Protestant, is that like Catholic? No, pro- no, no. No. Okay. Is it closer to Lutheran? A little bit. Uh, is Protestant really conservative? No, Catholic no. is conservative, and M- Baptist is, is liberal, right? Well, no. Um, I think I'm going to approach this the wrong direction. But yeah. Tell me what Protestant is. Uh, Protestant, um, Protestant versus Prote- Protestantism versus he just made that word up <laughs> versus catholicism okay um one believes in the godhead trinity uh catholic uh, well i mean i i guess they both technically believe in the godhead trinity uh, one believes uh you you have to go through a a person to get your sins absolved okay uh which is catholicism which why they have a priest and they have confessionals mm-hmm. and all that and the other believes that uh, you don't have to go through that, and um, you know that's really the the biggest difference. Uh, one one says yourselves your your sins can be absolved after you've passed if you haven't asked for for forgiveness, which is you know with uh, uh, Catholicism they get the last rites. Um, the other does not. Uh, there's there's a lot of differences. Um, Part and part, uh, Protestants, Protestants. That's a hard uh, word for you. I think you should change your religion yeah. to maybe a different word you can pronounce. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that one. It, uh, it it is an offshoot of Lutheranism. Okay, because uh, uh, I believe it was John Luther. I think his name was. He sure. He nailed the the ninety nine things or whatever they were. Bottles of beer on the wall. Uh, up on beer. onto the the door of the Catholic Church and created uh, Lutheranism. Um, and I'm doing a really bad job of explaining <laughs> the difference between. The I two. think you're doing wonderful. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about. I grew up as a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. My mom thought it was very important uh, to us to go to uh, CCD on Wednesdays. CCD. Um, Christian. Something development, okay. I believe. Ultimately, we just got together, and then it's something that you had to do for confirmation when you got older. Oh, okay. So in Sunday school, since she was a Sunday school teacher, she'd have to show up early. Mm-hmm. So we'd go Sunday school, pre-Sunday school, Sunday school, and then church. So it was like a four-hour fucking morning Sundays. Yeah. I so is it is a, yeah. a, a teenager pre? This is pre-teen actually. This mm-hmm. is from I don't know. Numbers are hard. Some grade before yeah. high school, middle school to high school, so Seventh junior high-ish. Grade. Yeah. Seventh grade. Yeah. At any rate, it, it was tough for me to to uh, to deal with. I felt like a lot of pressure. Like it was, it was not pushed down our throat. It was just like you had to do it, and we just didn't yeah. want to. We felt like any excuse would not get us out of the book. So my mom was like, "Hey, religion's important. Religion's important." And I never understood why. You know. Yeah. You but know, I like to I sing. Was, I was drugged to church. Oh, you were dragged yeah. to church. Drugged to church. Dragged to church. Did she put drugs in your system to no, take you? To, okay, no, that's what was, drugged to church means. Oh, is, is that when I say that? That's what you. I think, think you need. I think you need it. Maybe I need to change my thought. But when you say I was yeah. drugged to do something, 
Yeah, I was I was dragged to church. Dragged. Um, you know, and it's not that I I didn't want to go. It's not that I wanted to go. It's just that I was I went, um, and uh, that was my uh, my middle school and and really high school. And then once I got my independence, you know, I could uh, my car really, you know, high school. Um, that's that's when, your independence was your car. I mean, I think Huge. that's any any really sixteen year old person's first real taste of independence is they get their car and they're able to drive themselves places okay. and you know obviously there was there were limits on, on what i could do but you know if i wanted to i could go to the store 20 minutes away because i lived out in the country in, in indiana i grew up in, in rural indiana you notice how he didn't mess up rural yeah i i actually that one rolled pretty well <laughs> yeah, I, I thought i thought about it as i as i said it but I grew up in uh, in in rural Indiana, and uh, it took you about twenty minutes to get anywhere. Uh, and so that was that was my uh, my first taste of independence was that I could uh, go to the store whenever I wanted, uh, you know. And uh, so I, I started going less and less to church uh, because you know I I could drive myself, and then I would just say, oh, you know, I, I ended up sleeping in, or, you know, I'm not feeling good today, and. Uh, it's not that I didn't like going to church. I just would have rather have, I don't know, part of me, part of me kind of feels like I would have rather just have discovered religion on my own rather than, rather than having been forced into it. I know why. And why is that? <clears throat> because church was traditional when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Very traditional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was the only way. And if it wasn't traditional, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but it was when I say that is like if you go to a church that plays live music, that's crazy. That's not traditional. Oh, really? This is back in you know. I guess there's a little difference in age, but not difference, not that yeah. much. Not that much. No. Um, I want to say early '90s. Okay. I feel like that was the time frame when I was like really, we were really strict into you know church, what to do, what not to do. So what was your what was your worship? Like, did, was it just an organ that played? Just an organ. Just an Sometimes organ. a piano, okay. but just an organ. And then we would sing songs out of the hymnal. And we would sing the same prayers, the same things. And it was, and so, I mean, this is crazy to me to talk about to yeah. the world right now. Because I religion is very personal to me. It's mm-hmm. between me and God. I don't right. I don't talk about it. I don't pimp it. I brought this up because I brought up Lutheran. And then I turned to be a Catholic. I turned to be. That doesn't make sense. You I converted, changed you converted to be a Catholic. To, uh, I did like 10 sacraments in one day just to, you know, I mean, I literally, and I did this prior to getting out of the Marine Corps because I was going to okay. marry my high school sweetheart. Right. Okay. So, and so in order to marry her, you had to become a Catholic. Catholic because she's Catholic. Okay. She wants to be Catholic wedding. So there's all sorts of silly rules that I had yeah, to my, do. My cousin converted to Catholicism. Yeah. It's a whole group of classes and I did yeah. it. Some of them I did in California every month or sorry, every weekly yeah. for a month so that I could catch up on the class that was going on in Omaha. It okay. was crazy how we corresponded and everything. And this is back in the day before. I mean, yeah. barely had social media back then. So Nine, just like letters and stuff. 2002. Yeah. Smoke signals and birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I just, telegraph. it was hard to communicate yeah. back in the day. Let's just yeah. be honest. Um, now I, I have I, I digress. Um, I just feel like I wanted to bring this up because I, I Lutheran part Catholicism. And now I just kind of, I still do Catholic prayers. Mm-hmm. I still go to mass. 
Um, I take my kids. It's very important to me that the kids mm-hmm. take that and they don't get upset. They don't, I'm not shoving it down the throat, um, yeah. but they still need to know. I feel like religion's kind of lost a little bit in the world and we need to kind of get back to the roots of what it's like. Like, I'm not telling them that there's only one God. I'm not, I'm just telling them that there yeah. are good things to be heard from these services, these sermons. There's yeah. a very good story. Mm-hmm. It relates to our life now. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good morals that you can, moral standards and principles that you can uh, extract from the teachings. Yes, and I, I think that's and going to a more contemporary church. Yeah, have somebody on the stage playing live music. Mm-hmm. I dig that. I yeah. really dig that. There's always. I think you're doing that for your church, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Just and this uh, is a new thing for you. Yeah, I, I started playing a couple weeks ago, uh, and then I got the COVID, so I haven't been able to go to church, um, but. Uh, once everything starts calming down, and uh, I also got some training I got to go do. Um, for the Army? Uh, yes, uh, for the Army. Cool. I, I got to go. Mm, there's that word. Uh, <laughs> we got we got a drink. I've been waiting at least 20 minutes to say yeah. that to you. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Nectar of the gods, folks. Mm. I wish you could taste this. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, you so, got yeah, training, I'll, COVID. I'll be, uh, be heading that up and um but tell us what you're doing it's for the church you're just doing um are you playing an instrument or are you singing uh yeah i just uh i just play kind of some lead licks uh, on the guitar lead licks lead licks uh you know for those of you like me that don't know what that means yeah so we got like a guy that that's just a rhythm guitarist uh you know i'm I'm, I'm pulling out my guitar here Uh, let's see let's get in tune Uh, it's close enough, you know, so you just playing, you know, so G, C, D, and back to C, you know, little, little something like that. He's just hanging down the rhythm, and then I'm just doing, like, some little, uh, you know, some little uh, uh, lead part, you know. I'm telling you guys, this is talented. The way your fingers float over those strings like butterflies on a flower. <laughs> butterflies on a flower, Yeah. So just something real simple, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, if it's a uh, well-known song, you know, I'll look it up and learn how to play like the actual uh, lead parts in it because people want to hear that. There, there's parts that are in a song that people want to hear. You know, sure. whenever you do a cover song, you want to make sure that there's certain elements uh, that make that song what that song is. Right. And so you want to try to capture those elements again. But um, yeah, so yeah, I just kind of do that. Uh, then I'm helping uh, with the uh, the sound design for the church. Uh, they want. Uh, certain elements uh, to be captured, such as the congregation, uh, and then I'm I'm just I'm going to be back there on the uh, on the, the the console, the board, uh, you know, pushing the faders up, down, and 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 making, I love that. Uh, making a good sound. I love that. So it's like you're able to give this talent that you have, yeah, to another organization. Yeah, I'm, I'm able to help improve them. Know, uh, give give back to the community. Right, and, and uh, you're tuning your trade as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've come a long ways. Have I? I Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Okay, let's go down, down memory lane. We have to remember when we start, when we met. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm asking. Oh. Uh, when I say we have to remember, I mean, tell me, Joby, the first math. Time, first time I remember meeting you mm-hmm. was uh, for our job as our, as guards. That was probably so, at large. Yeah. Okay. You were, uh, that's... When you're at large, uh, that means that you don't have a, a permanent spot that you go to every day. You don't have a post. Um, so your 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 schedule changes day to day, uh, week by we week. We were security guards. We were security officers. Right. Yeah. Security officers. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, protective. Security protective security officers. officers. Uh, PSOs. 
Um, but I was, uh, I had, I had a post at the time. I was working. He uh, was a senior guard. <laughs> I was working at a uh, federal building here in town. And um, Chris comes in and he's uh, one of the officers on duty with me. PSO Colburn comes in. PSO Colburn comes in. Uh, and and uh, what was your first impression? Do you remember? Dig deep. Man. Dig deep. Was, this was a, this was years ago, dude. Impromptu. Uh, man. Um, I, 2017, I believe. Yeah. Probably around there. Yeah. I'm wanna, if I had to hip shot it, it'd be 2017. 16, 17? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would say around end there. of 16, early 17. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you were, you were a good dude. Uh, that's all I can remember is that you were a good dude. And then you would talk about veteran organizations that you go out and you help. And, uh, you were a Marine. Uh, I found that out within the first 10 seconds <laughs> of meeting him. Uh, cause he cannot talk about anything else other than Marines <clears throat> sometimes. Most, <laughs> most times. Most times. Most times. Yeah. No. Um, it's a passion. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's it. like people that do CrossFit and, and like, <laughs> no, it's not. that are vegans. You know, the, <laughs> you're, you're, you're such you know, an asshole. <laughs> you know, who who talks more? A uh, CrossFit person does mm. CrossFit or a vegan? Uh, a Marine is <laughs> the actual a, answer. That one hurt my feelings <laughs> at the core. If I had a feeling, it would have hurt. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, you know, you were you were a solid dude, and uh, you know, you talked about these veteran organizations and. Uh, I was like, that's not going to be me. Uh, I'm I'm never going to be a person that helps out in a veteran organization. That's just I don't I don't have that bone in my body, and that, that's not what I'm going to do. Where did where did that like what? How did we get here then? How did we get here? Uh, it wasn't well, overnight, folks. It was no. It was through uh, years of working on me. Actually, it probably took a couple months. I don't I wouldn't say years. Um, it took years for sure. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Long enough that you had a post uh, at the same building that I was at. Right next to you. Yeah, same same spot, right next to me. And we would talk. Yeah. Well, okay. So you got you got you you got my impression of of you. What was your impression of me? So my first impression of you. Yeah. I want you to know, folks. As soon as he asked that question, the computer shut out, and it was like we're done recording. We're done. And recording. I thought, thank God, I didn't have to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. So my first impression of you was always good. It was always funny. Okay. You were so. I I thought you were goofy okay. because you're tall. I'm right? a tall guy. And you're, and you're a tall guy, and I always think tall guys are goofy because they don't have like they never know how to carry them. Oh. Sorry about that. They never know how to carry themselves. You know the way you leaned, you kind of like put your hands on your hips and you kind of leaned over and like because you also were standing up for the walkthrough metal detector. Yeah, and All you right, always handheld yeah. people, and you were very strict with handheld. Like you were, you managed that position very well, well physically, verbally, and man, when you started pulling out languages, how many languages can you speak? certain things too like say for instance i want you to say stop check your hands take your belt walk through come towards me how many languages can you say that in uh now the, not now but yeah back at, then. at the time when i was working at, i think it was up to five or six fluently like not just oh spanish yeah everybody can say spanish like it was like it was it was up to five or six uh and um it's definitely spanish uh I had a little bit of french in there um but and then, uh, gosh, some Russian. Um, <laughs> What's Russian? Just <laughs> I, I can't even remember. Uh, there's these phrases I don't use anymore. Uh, I, I remember "spasiba," uh, which is "please" uh, or "thank you." 
You were speaking Iraqi to some guy. Yeah, and then Iraqi. There was also some like uh, Namibian guy you were speaking. Like, yeah, some and kind then, of African uh, too. Like it was crazy. Then uh, yeah, uh, my first impression was like this then, guy's on his yeah, homework. Yeah, this guy. I think this guy from Zimbabwe came through, uh, and uh, I was because we had a lot of people that came through at that Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And so so this like, federal hey, building must have been immigration-ish. Something. Something, something like that. that. Okay. And Lots of cultures in one building, probably, I'm guessing. Yeah. And so as we, as we discussed in our first episode, uh, English isn't their, their language louder. Right. Uh, so, so Russian isn't like... Yeah. So tell me what your Russian translation would be like. Uh, Splasiva. That's it. That's um, all you got. Yeah, that's all I can remember. What uh, I remember about you is, is specifically, or, uh, you did this. Slarova. You tried. Yeah. And then when you heard people communicate with each other, yeah. you'd say, hey, come here, come here, yeah. come here. And you pull yeah. out your little fucking notebook yeah, in your pocket. Yeah, I have a little notebook in my pocket. And you just pen out. And he's like, how did you say that? Spell it for me. Pronounce it to me. And you took these little notes. And the line yeah. would be, hold it. Like, there'd be 12 people ready to go through the line. And you're like, hold on. I'll get you. Stay yeah, right there. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll and get then you. he'll there's, write us those notes down. Nothing pressing and on the other side Nothing at all. You're going to wait another wall to wait behind. So yeah. it was just like, and I thought that was just neat. I thought that was uh, neat that you gave fucks to I, learn I the languages yeah. of all these people and all these different barriers to try to knock them down. And I was like, this dude's legit. I'll never be that smart. He's kind of an idol. You know, you were oh. the, you were the guy who, well, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm blushing. I know. I felt that you were the guy since you were a senior guard. I always respect my elders, no matter what, you know, of any kind. And that's a military thing. And my, my raising, hmm. yeah. um, to me, I just felt like it was a shoe in like, I, I was going to like this guy okay, because he gave a shit about this kind of thing. And then I got to know, like you started talking about, I'm going to say Minecraft, but I'm not, thin- that's not what it was. It's like uh. some geeky. Like there's always something that you're a nerd about, and I yeah. and, and that does not mean you're a nerd. It means I'm I'm not like I'm not even okay. a sports guy. Yeah. I'm nothing. I'm a handsy handy. Yeah, I'm handsy too. You're, you're a handyman. I'm a handyman. Yeah, and I I love shooting. So mm-hmm. being a security guard was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just don't know. I'm not into comic books. I've never been. Right. Um. I I can't tell you about Star Wars. I've watched all the movies, but I don't know how things work. The trilogy of this Marvel that I don't I enjoy these movies. I watched Thor Ragnarok for the third or fourth time the other day and it was really okay. funny. I love it. I'm getting some of the the humor, but I'm not. Yeah. But I would consider you like if we were talking about one of those two of those things in depth, you'd know everything about everything about everything. Well, I mean, I do have Star Wars posters on on my wall. <sighs> yes, uh, legit. Yeah, and uh, I mean, my wife and I we were on to the last season of of Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Deep Space Nine season seven. Uh, right now, we we watched all of Star Trek: The Original Series, Star Trek: The Next Generation, and now we're into Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Then after that, we're going to watch Star Trek: Voyager, okay. and then we're going to watch uh, Star Trek: uh, Picard. How many how many hours are we talking here? Tom, stop, start uh, to finish. A lot. Don't we have a number? Somebody has that number. Uh, somebody has that number. Post that on this page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if you listen this far, and uh, you can tell us how many hours of Star Trek there are. The first person to do that and comment on it is uh-huh. going to get a prize. Right, they'll get a prize. Yeah. To be determined. We'll, we'll figure out no, what that prize is. Hit, hit it right now. Yeah. I'm good at this. A meritorious high five. Merit, meritorious high five? Yeah, because it's easy. It's free. Yeah, crisp high five. Very crisp. Yeah. Remember? You look at the elbow. Look at the elbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never miss. Yeah. We would have had a fantastic high <sighs> five right there. Yeah. We did. I felt <laughs> we didn't even connect. We're across yeah. the room from each other because social distancing, social distancing, COVID, <clears throat> circle back. 
<laughs> ain't no hollaback boy. And we would have had a perfect. We're going to have to cut that one. Yeah. High five. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, like we were saying, if you can tell us how many hours of Star Trek there are. Uh, Between start to finish. Start and Trek. All the series. The all original series. series uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, all the movies. Uh, there's including the, the Kelvin timeline. Uh, that's the new the new Star Trek movies. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My head's about to explode. Yes. If you can tell us how many hours of Star Trek there are, we will give you a prize. That uh, Again, so uh, all, all of the Star Trek series and all the Star Trek movies. Um, First person to accurately give us an answer. And it doesn't have to be the right answer. Does it? Uh, yeah, it's got, it's got to be. How maybe, are we going to know the right answer? Because we're going to look it up. I'm going to okay. look it up after this. So the first person to take the time to do this is going to get a very valuable prize. Yes. Meritorious High Five. What can we offer people? I can donate some of my time. Yeah. La- I can give a laborer's job. I can go hang a ceiling fan for you. I can go dust something. I can go trim a bush. Can I do that? Can I offer my services? I mean, as yeah, a prize? You, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, you one, think it's one, half one, an hour. Yeah, half yeah, an hour. We, yeah, we gotta have some kind so of restraints on. Very, yeah. very, very limited restraint. Yeah, and then I can always be like, hey, and I didn't get a half well, I mean, an hour. We don't but... have to have a restraint on, but it's what you're willing to. I do. think so, a yeah. minimum. A lot of times, because you know, it, to to get me out to your house to bid the job is going to cost yeah. you fifty five bucks. What if it's somebody on the east coast? Oh, we can zoom it. Zoom it. Yeah. Okay. We can totally zoom it. So I have this uh, couple of people that follow me. So I don't, I'm not on anything. I don't do yeah. anything. Okay. I'm behind the team, the t- times with everything. Yeah. But I have Snapchat. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna rectify that. We're gonna have we're gonna uh, fix this, guys. But yeah. for right now, we're gonna have honorable words Twitter. We're gonna have honorable words Instagram. We're gonna mm-hmm. have honorable words uh, TikTok. Honorable words Snapchat, which you can be in charge of because you love the the Snapchat. I'm going to get away from the Snap though as much because if I start doing TikTok, it has to be more of that. Yeah. I can't do all the platforms, brother. We have to Who wait for assistance. Right? Can we find some freelance people that are like hungry to get into the, your job? Probably. And we, we can have them hang around yeah. and get us our have them learn how to make drinks for us. Yeah. They can, and then it can just be our attempts, and then you can get them to yeah produce and help with things like that is that how that works yeah uh let me just make a note here future future assistant uh make note of this make note of this yeah because we'll never remember Mm-mm. i mean <laughs> he goes Mm-mm. i'm drinking mm-hmm. um so at any rate um that was a good slip uh, slurp. slurp 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 yeah at any rate um chris will donate uh 30 minutes of his time if you're locally so um if not oh so yeah time out that's after the slip slope this snapchat that i'm doing yes right i'm i just do my story and i have people that follow that yeah and then it comment here and there and blah 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 and so somebody out of the blue uh two weeks ago snapchatted me like 10 30 at night hey are you up and it's for somebody i you know we're friends with on snapchat that's mm-hmm. probably it you know we're not friends so she's not very local and she goes hey um I need to know about this specific problem. What should I do? And it was a plumbing issue mm-hmm. and it was a leak and it was, she tightened it up and then now she can't get the water back on at all on her main water main. Uh-oh. So she showed me a Snapchat video and I diagnosed it. And then I took her down and showed her my spigot and what it looks like and how to fix it. And she was so thankful. Mm-hmm. Now I couldn't fix it over the phone, obviously. And I said, listen, if you want me to come there, you're an hour away. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me all night to get there. You're going to have some a steak you know, dinner for me mm-hmm. and then a case of beer 
you know, that's my, that's my payment for me to drive this, you know, late at night. Right, so yeah. because friends, I don't allow friends to pay. Mm. Um, you can buy me dinner you can buy me beers. That's it. But I don't allow you to pay me now. It's a more in depth job. Absolutely. You know, skills involved, whatever we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out, but I'm not, I'm, I'm willing to help a person in need mm-hmm. better than, you know? And so she responds back with, you've taught me more in the last 30 seconds about plumbing that I've learned in my entire life. Wow. And that's I was awesome. like, and made me feel good. Yeah. That's I was awesome. like, I didn't know this girl yeah. other than just being Snapchat friends. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, uh, it's just funny how that, that works. So if we get into, I would like to get into more serious videos, more different kind of platform of videos. Yeah. That way we can share things a little more. Um, but you know, cause we're funny. Mother- we're funny motherfuckers. We're funny. I don't know why I edited myself just there. Yeah. We're funny motherfuckers. We are. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back. Okay. Um, and uh, we were talking about uh, this time of the year is, mm-hmm. is really tough uh, for a lot of us. And uh, uh, for me especially, uh, I've had several friends this time of year that have taken the, the or that have decided to die by suicide. You could say take their life. Yeah, decided to take their life. Yeah. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, That's right. But uh, this one is close to home for both of us. Um, uh, what is it, three years now? Yeah, so uh, three years ago now, uh, March 27th, 2018, our our good friend uh, Craig Herman uh, decided to take his uh, life, decided to take that action, and um, it was a, a huge hit to me at the time. Um, what were your, uh, what were your thoughts when you found out? I remember like it was yesterday. <clears throat> um, so I had my kids, um, my oldest was playing soccer. My ex-wife was coaching and, uh, my youngest was on the sidelines with me playing soccer and took a phone call from, um, president at the time of, uh, <clears throat> Raskovich and Outreach, Darheads. I guess it was Nevo at the time. Yeah, we were Nevo, yeah. So, <clears throat> I digress. We, uh, I took a phone call, and there was a mom that was near me, and she took my youngest child away, and it was on Bluetooth, so I really didn't. All she heard was what I was saying. I don't remember exactly what the conversation was about. Yeah. But we, um, I waited a few minutes because practice was almost over, and I walked up to my ex-wife, and I said, hey, I needed to go. Um, there's been an accident and Craig's been shot and, uh, you know, my boys don't know Craig that well, mm-hmm. like they know you, but what are you still with uncle Craig and everybody has my, my kids, I will have that salutation with everybody they meet. And if it's a yeah. veteran, it's uncle or aunt. Mm-hmm. If it's a civilian or a friend, it's just Mr. Or Mrs. But mostly uncle anyways. Um, so she, she, uh, she says, go be with your people immediately. And I thought to myself, well, I have the kids tonight. I have their bag in my car all their schoolwork, all their stuff, you know, yeah. we, we do joint custody. And so she says, throw it out the window. Just go and be with your people. Like she's like, I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, accommodate the next change in plans. Yeah. My night to have the kids. Can you have them kind of deal? And she hugs me and threw mm-hmm. me for a fucking doozy. Yeah. I haven't talked to, I haven't hugged my ex-wife and it's not something I felt, but she needed, like she needed that. And she and I snapped me out of it and she goes, go. Yeah, and I did. I rushed. I rushed to the um, to the house, and um, 
um, there's four of us there and we waited and waited and waited and we talked and we smoked cigarettes and we just talked and we just, you know, and we, each, each step of the progression of how it happened, um, it was, uh, you know, you know, <clears throat> when an ambulance leaves without the lights on, yeah, that is usually not, you know, mm-hmm. not good. Right. And so the cops can't tell us anything, but they did tell us that, Hey, that he, he, Craig is still in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, the original call that I got was Craig shot himself, and I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was cleaning his gun, if it was an accident. I mean, we all just talked to Craig earlier, or we all know yeah. what his plan is, or we all know what. I mean, I don't know. Like, I wasn't that good friends with Craig. Yeah, they just moved into a new house. Right. Yeah. And so there was another veteran in the house sleeping when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it rocked every everybody and rocked everything. Yeah. Everything we thought we knew uh, about each other and about the world. Yeah was broken it didn't make any sense anymore didn't make any sense at all and so um it took me a while mm-hmm. until i could see my kids um it took me a few days there was a lot of uh, uh chasing tales um yeah. trying to put fires out um there was a lot of us that were trying to take care of each other when i say yeah. each other i mean like new people we just met family members friends uh trying to keep tabs on each other but none of us were taking care of ourselves yeah none of us we were they were guys and gals on their wits and giving all of their time and energy mm-hmm. to people that needed it more than them. And it was a chaotic brother. It was, it cra- was, it was, it crazy. was so I cannot imagine. I mean, I, it, it took everything that you thought you knew and just, just, just it dissolved right in a, in a matter of yeah. minutes. And we questioned everything and you just, <clears throat> it hits differently. It really does. When it's somebody that close to you, uh, I mean, I was up in Wisconsin um, for a training event at the time, and uh, I got the call from uh, one of our friends' mutual acquaintance, um, and he said, have you heard anything yet? I was like, uh, heard what? And he said, uh, you know, Craig shot himself. And, uh, you know, when he said that, it was just this moment of disbelief. I couldn't believe what was happening. I said, what do you mean he shot himself? Where did he shoot himself? You know, and then, you know, slowly the details came out that it was, uh, it was intentional and, you know, he had passed away. Um, and it was just this disbelief, you know, and it's still hard to believe because, you know, I had had a conversation with him maybe three, four days prior. He was asking me about, um, uh, you know, possible uh, jobs that I had heard about. You know, he's looking forward to the future and, and, um, you know, it was just, it hit me so hard that somebody was, that was talking about future stuff like that. Like we're really planning out like, okay, so here's what, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and, uh, that they were having, you know, uh, they were in that kind of a headspace. It just really threw me for a loop. This is the time where <clears throat> the first time I had a conversation with my kids about suicide. Yeah. It wasn't my decision to come about this way, obviously. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to even tell them. Yeah. I wasn't because I had no plan. Mm-hmm. My ex-wife decided to tell them that Uncle Craig shot himself and he's no longer around. Mm-hmm. And... 
she told me that over the phone, and then she said, and it was her own speakerphone, and then she said, we're praying for you. Mm-hmm. They understand that we're going to give you space, and we're praying for you. And to hear my ex-wife tell me that my boys are praying for me. Yeah. That didn't sound right to me, and it made me, it made me, it fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. But I felt that, like. That is, that's a trip. It really, I'm not the one that's, you know, you get it. You're yeah. not the one that's supposed to, you're supposed to be caring for them. Yeah. I'm the strong one. I'm supposed to be t- taking care of you, protecting you, you know, that, that kind of father mentality. Yeah. No, I get that hundred percent. And so we, we, we keep details from obviously, we, but we, mm-hmm. the topic of discussion came from why, why did he, and I have to give them a reason that I think is because they, I've always shot straight with my kids. Yeah. I always will. Mm-hmm. I will keep the details out. Yes. But I shot straight with them. I said, listen, this is from what my understanding is. Right. I'm no doctor, but this is what I think as a friend and a brother of Craig's. He was sad and he made a decision. He just didn't talk to anybody. He made a decision without talking to somebody. So the take from this, the takeaway from this is if you're sad, you talk to somebody, you talk to your mother, you talk to your father, talk to your brother, you talk to your teacher, your grandma, your auntie, your best friend, your enemy. You talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Absolutely. And that's the, and so I've talked to since then. Yeah. Let's say he's you're, nine you're now, your, your boys three years yeah. ago, seven years old is my oldest son. Yeah. That, seven years old. That's, that, a, that's, that's a, a young age. That's a deep conversation for a seven-year-old. They don't know sadness, right? Mm-hmm. They know stuff, but they don't know sadness. Yeah, they, they get sad over little things, but they it don't does, know They don't like understand deep, sadness. deep hurt, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can't have a deep conversation with them. You can't. I mean, some would argue that you can, and, and well, so you can on be so around forth. the bush, and at least they understand yeah. things. But you don't need to go into depth because they think they feel yeah. more than you give them credit for. So, just to verify that I wasn't fucking my my son up, yeah, <laughs> you know, having a real conversation with them. I talked to a couple of mental health counselors. Some of them are my best friends. Some of them, um, I'm actually going to see. Mm-hmm. And so, and and the 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 overall consensus is there's no right or wrong answer yeah if it happens you talk about it you don't right. ignore it for god's sake you don't yeah, ignore it yeah, you definitely talk about it. it yeah but if it's not something that comes up in everyday life you probably shouldn't just bring it to their attention mm-hmm. like that you probably should have something around a tv show a movie a thought an action something before you just introduce it to them yeah and so okay. then it got deep and i said well what about this because about two weeks later my son came to me and said hey with a gi joe is this the gun that Craig shot himself with. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's a question that, you know, I don't had to answer mm-hmm. to a seven year old boy, you know, mm-hmm. and I never thought I would have to. Yeah. And so those, I said, yes, things come out of the, out of the blue. Uh, you know? Yeah. And so I, I keep consulting with these mental health professionals just mm-hmm. to make sure that it's okay to continue this dialogue, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, I me mean, personally, I would say, I would say, yeah, it's, it's okay to have to continue this. It's healthy to continue this. Um, you know, just trying to squash it isn't going to do any good. It's not no. going to answer their questions. It's not going to. They're curious. Yeah. So they're curious. Very curious. Yeah, kids are super curious. Yeah. They also um, killed the cat. So I'm trying to tell them not to. You can ask some questions, but after four questions, you're done. Oh, curious. Yeah, killing the cat. George. Yeah. Just George. Yeah. Always in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, we we bring this up, and it's um. Really the. The main thing we're trying to get at here is, you know, if you're having these thoughts, talk to somebody. A conversation's not going to be the end of the world. It might be a tough conversation to have. It's going to be a tough one. 
There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's going to be a tough question or a tough conversation. However, you know, as I said earlier and at the beginning of the show here, you know, I'd rather you talk to me and have this conversation than not be able to talk anymore. And I mean that wholeheartedly. If there's anybody, any listeners out there that are having thoughts that are wanting to take this decision, you know, find find me or Chris on Facebook. I'll, I'll talk to you. Hell, I'll, I'll spend 15, 20 minutes talking to you, whatever we need to do. But ultimately, I want you to reach out and talk to somebody. And, you know, I, I may not be able to answer or respond right away, but I will respond. I will. I've got nothing better to do yeah. than so, to save your soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. see, though, I mean, somebody, yeah. somebody's there, somebody's available. Just yeah. make sure you just just stick around and talk. You're worth it. Yeah, you're absolutely worth it. And I, there's a million and one reasons why a person would decide to take that uh, that decision, take that step. Um, and each each person's reason is is their own. However, uh, you know, the only thing I can really say is don't. Yeah. Um, but this is this is a really tough year or uh, time of the year. It really is. Uh, for me personally, I I know of at least six other service members that I know personally that uh, decided to take this decision at this time time of year. Uh, one of the most recent was uh, last year. Um, I mean, <laughs> count my lucky stars. Nobody this year. Uh, I'm just waiting for that phone call though. And it is a terrible, anxious feeling to have. Um, but we'll talk more about uh, all those all those individuals. Um, but the one that we're focusing in on today is uh, Craig Herman. Um, I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Craig Herman. Yeah, absolutely. He was a gentle giant. Um, you know, leading up to it, I would have told you he is absolutely the last person I would ever thought that would decide to die by suicide. And, um, you know, that's part of the, uh, that wall that they built up. And, um, I didn't know him extremely well. I, I knew him decently well enough. Uh, I, I he had come to a couple of our uh, our organization meetings, and uh, he came out to a party that I had, and uh, he seemed like a guy that he, he had just transitioned out of out of the uh, out of the Marine Corps, so he was dealing with that, and he was trying to find a job and everything, and and you know there were a lot of different issues that led up to it. Uh, I don't know why he did. Nobody really knows why he did. I think that's one of the biggest things that people have. Um, Un- un- unanswered questions. Unanswered questions. The why. Uh, after somebody does decide, uh, you know, to take their life. Or why people feel a certain way. So everybody gets hit differently by different situations. Yeah. Um, there, were, there was a, a, there was four of us there. Mm-hmm. Um, five uh, of us veterans that were there 
one was inside being talked to by the police officers, right? They have to get their yeah. story straight and mm-hmm. and investigate, start the investigation. And once the coroner came and did the crime scene investigation, um, then they finally uh, released the house to us. Yeah. Um, so obviously, it was um, it was the choice of one of our guys to um, take the head decision to clean uh, clean behind. Uh, the remains <clears throat> and so um very versed in this before has has had a job where it's been a, a um a curse that he has had multiple times he's had to clean up after suicide okay um so he's very capable of doing this and he is a job so um i was next in line to uh, assist mm-hmm. um just because um i felt like i had to i felt like i didn't want the other two that were there were a lot closer to Craig than I was. They had grown up with him, and they was Craig was the, the reason Craig was a Marine was because they would join the Marine Corps and they did reservist and they were they he they loved it and I think that yeah. that that's what I got from this. this yeah, this. so you're you're gonna stop these guys from? They're not gonna go in there and clean yeah. up the remains. It's not up to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need to see that. Um, and so I was asked, and I said, yeah. So we went to the local grocery store and picked up the, the supplies we needed. I was always under the impression that after a suicide or a death, mm-hmm. no matter how messy or clean, that it was always taken care of by emergency medical services. It's not. It's not. It is not. So we come back with supplies and we go into the bedroom and we start figuring things out. And we, and I see, mm-hmm. I see the bed sheets, um, the blanket saturated. I see the headboard, the bullet hole, the bullet wound. Mm-hmm. Um, the brain matter on the, the the board. I don't know how much of this is going to make it to air, but I just feel like I see mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't fuck me up every day, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a problem with that because what makes me immune to the feeling of not letting Craig's brain matter mm-hmm. and blood soaked blood soaked sheets not fuck me up, right? So, yeah. so I have these questions. I talked to my, at the time, I was seeing a, a mental health counselor, yeah. not with the VA. VA couldn't get me in time, so they had me to go to the community, care in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, smartest doctor I've ever been to. Not a veteran, but understood me. Mm-hmm. Smartest dude. Anyways, I asked him, what's wrong with me? I yeah. said. Yeah, because you, you think there's something wrong with you because you're not having this emotional reaction to it. To there you, are people that I feel. Yeah. That that they're just really more so sentimental than I am about the situation, yeah. and I I shouldn't say that. Like I still have feelings, mm-hmm. but I'm able to do certain things. And I told him, I said, "What's wrong with me? Why can't I? Why can I still perform like normal business? Why can I still eat? Why why people are so stressed out right now? They cannot even drink water and eat food, and they're killing themselves because they're so stressed out. Yeah, and why am it? Why is it okay for me? Mm-hmm. to go on with my daily business like what's wrong with me and he said listen just because somebody gets upset about something and you don't doesn't make you less of a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you saw this opportunity and I, I hate to use that word okay but he he specifically chose it i believe this opportunity to step up mm-hmm. and do something that you didn't want anybody else to have to do so you're doing a job Mm-hmm. And that's where your brain put it. Your brain took this job that you had hmm. to do that you didn't want anybody else to do. You took yeah. it and you were compartmentalized saying it was a job that I did that yeah. nobody else should have had to do. 
your brain figured out a way to disconnect it. And, and so put it wasn't personal. The, yeah. I don't have a connection to my down days. My down days still come back from the, my time in the in fast company, mm-hmm. like bringing my, my, my best friend home. Mm-hmm. That's, and it was not war related. It was not suicide related. It was just an alcohol related incident. Yeah. And I have more feelings about that than I do about Craig. And I felt, I've always felt guilty about that. Well, there's no reason to feel guilty about that. This goes on to the whole, your yeah, brain. So what more did you say? Takes care. Well, you pretty much said, I'm not going to tell you it's not going to affect you today or tomorrow, but yeah. 10 years from now it might. It might never affect you the way you think it's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. But the most important part I got out of that is timing is everything. You mm-hmm. could come into a situation in any part of your life and redo it again with knowledge of knowing how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's hindsight 2020. Yeah. Number one, number one. But if you have a certain mentality when you have a situation happen to you that changes the whole pitch, the whole ball game, the whole spiel of how you react to it. So you're able in your life during a traumatic event, you're able to put it on the back burner as a, maybe not a, uh, it didn't affect me as much because you were stronger at the time. Yeah. Or you had other shit going on, which I did. I was really in some trouble after St. Pat's day in, in, uh, 2017. Yeah. So it was very March. Uh, 18. That was March uh, 2018. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. It was right, right before that. So it's 17. So we met each other in 16. Yeah. 17 and then it's 18. Okay. That's where my, my timeline was. At. I was trying to do a timeline off of a girl I knew that, oh. I, that I dated at the time. Mm-hmm. That's, man, numbers are bad. Um, yeah. No, but the, the disconnect. The disconnect. Yeah. No, I mean, I did the same thing when I went through my uh my my battle with uh with suicide um i uh i actually blocked it out uh and i was at a uh a yellow ribbon event i was getting ready to get deployed and i was at a yellow ribbon event and this uh counselor was up on stage and he was talking and it just came flooding back in this rush of everything and tell me more about that like what do you mean rush of everything uh, i was just i was in this conference room huge conference room probably three four hundred other people were all there other soldiers all all soldiers getting ready to uh, deploy their friends family and everything is all there we were down in georgia or texas fuck i don't remember yeah um some some fancy place that they had us down in and um counselor was up on stage and uh he starts talking about you know suicide and and you know i'm just like oh here we go again another another suicide class don't kill yourself yada 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 and as i'm sitting there i'm i start thinking about um this day that i was in the closet and i just gotten home from work and then it all just like came back and i start like i'm shaking and like i like i'm having a physical reaction i'm really sweaty and it was just this crazy rush of of emotion that just came over me and you know i stepped out and and then it all just hit me like how how i was in the closet and i had had the gun in my hand and i was gonna pull the trigger you know i had it up to my head and and i just caught just gotten home from work and i was gonna pull the trigger and uh i was going through a really bad portion in my uh my marriage at the time and uh i thought that was the only way out you know, and uh, I'm getting <coughs> take a second, COVID. Yeah, and uh, 
you know i thought that was the the way to end it all and um you know we'll talk more about this my my personal struggle later on what Um, got you out why didn't you pull the trigger i remember (laughs) i i'm looking back on i feel like an asshole uh for putting putting myself in this situation uh but it was uh my son and uh i heard him laugh and uh that that pulled me out of that headspace at that moment um and you know ultimately uh i'm at this conference and it's all just rushing back to me and i'm having this reaction and everything and then uh afterwards the you know the counselor is out there and i seek him out and uh, i'm like hey i gotta talk to you man uh, you know all of this happened and this was like december um that we're at this conference and the actual um incident took place like maybe in september and i had blocked it out completely like like it didn't exist like it didn't even exist and um yeah so he's like all right so what were you trying to say and like his question of asking me that like what was i trying to tell people mm-hmm. like that just threw me because a i had never really thought about that you know like other than the only thing i could think about was look what you made me do and he's like well who are, who are you telling that to and i was like well good question you know and uh it was it was pointed at my uh my now ex-wife um and that's what i was going through and that's what i was trying to get at and look what you look what you brought me to look what you made me do and he said okay so say you do that and you get that message out there what does that resolve how does that solve the situation and and how does it escalate it how, how does it escalate it you know more more so he's trying to get at you know what what's is the, the point yeah what's the point and pros um, versus cons maybe and you know and we we had we had a good cry and we had a good conversation and um it was uh it was really healthy to get that out um the reason why i asked you yeah and i baited you and i wanted you to say that i was on the tip of my seat saying what got you out of that hole i know do you remember i remember i didn't mean it like in a bad way mm-hmm. and i hope the, the listeners didn't hear it like that mm-hmm. i know you and i know that i want to remember that mm-hmm. and i want you to remember that from yeah. here on out always because whenever you do a suicide intervention mm-hmm. usually one thing one of the tricks is to find something a light at the end of the tunnel yeah and for you it's your boy it's always going to be noah always going to be him always yeah. And, and and there'll be more to, to complex to that like more you know wife and her children i mean dogs fucking mm-hmm. relationship stuff i mean always but it's that one thing i know will always get you mm-hmm. off that ledge it's going to be your boy always. always and so it's important to know that and so yeah. it, people listen if they have an opportunity uh, god forbid they do to talk somebody out of anything mm-hmm. um any decision that might be just counseling just a year to talk to remember find that light and once you have that light it's the focus on that and you hold accountability over that and it's hard and i appreciate you sharing with us yeah uh all of that sharing with everybody all of that because i know it's not easy it's not um and i still struggle with it you know i still tr- struggle coming to terms with 
being in that closet, you know, and, um, you know, luckily I have a fantastic support system. Uh, I've got, you know, Chris here, uh, I've got my wife, got my, uh, my family and, you know, I, I've learned that it's, uh, okay to reach out. And I, I have reached out. I mean, just cause you go through it once doesn't mean you're not going to go through it again. Right. Um, and you don't know when it's going to hit you. It, yeah. You never know. You never know what, what's going to be that trigger to start getting you to go down that road. And, um, it's been a, uh, it's been a struggle, but it's been, you know, it happens less frequently now. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a positive. That's a, um, I don't think anybody talks about going away. You understand like your feelings, your mm-hmm. triggers, your issues, your PTSD, whatever shell shock, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It doesn't ever go away. No. It gets easier to maintain. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't say the word manage cause you don't manage it. It manages you clearly. We allow yeah. it to manage us. Let's be yeah, real. You know, um, there was a video that, that we saw while we were on, uh, when, while we were working together and it was a, uh, an individual in Thailand or Singapore or some Asian country uh, where they were manufacturing stuff. And this individual ended up getting wrapped up in mm-hmm. a spool. Yes. And uh, that video seriously messed me up. And I've never told you this. And <laughs> I'm sorry. To, my, I'm sorry to smile because they're, my gut is wrenching remembering what it was. Yeah. So I don't see a sense, but that's. And I've, I remember we watched it several times and we would show people and we would, we would do our our dark humor, our dark humor laugh and we would pawn it off on that. But that video messed me up and I still look back and I see it and I try to force myself not to remember it. I'll. And I, it doesn't happen as, as often, but when I do start remembering it, I start getting very short breath, anxious, and it's just because it was, it was such a traumatic way to die for this individual. And, uh, you know, I keep feeling for this guy and I see the look on his face in the video of that, oh shit moment. I and, fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, that was a, a crazy video. Dude. It was gruesome. Yeah. And uh, I, I've never told you that it messed me up. I always pawned off that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm fine. But no, it, it was. I remember that. It's very gruesome. And, yeah. and I think it was like, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. There's no way. No way. No way. Yeah. And then, like, we were on. For some reason, we were on this binge of videos that were... OSHA or safety or something like that. And people like driving cars into cliff off of cliffs or something like that. Like just nasty things. Yeah. And then that came up and it was like, Oh my God, this is, you can't unsee it, but you have to keep watching and then watching and then sharing. I'm not Uh, proud of that time in my life, but also let's go back to my point. Maybe Um, during your life, you also were suffering some things going on and maybe you remember it hits you harder because of your mental status at the time. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. My, I'm trying my, to make a point of philosophical yeah, point. Yeah, I think and I my, think my point of, of bringing that up is, um, you know, there's different triggers for your PTSD. And, there you go. Uh, I wouldn't say that I have PTSD after watching that video. No, but, but it was 
it's a stigma that that is a stigma and you know it yeah saying ptsd it's just any kind of trauma just say just say any kind of stress anxiety ptsd p let's just call it stress post-traumatic stress yeah um pts pts yeah post-traumatic stress you know um but they're you know I don't know what's ever going to trigger that and, and it coming back up in my, in my mind. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I think where I'm trying to get at here is that there, I mean, there's months that I go that I don't think about it, mm-hmm. but it's still something that, that I think about. And like, I've, I've learned how to deal with it. Uh, and it's, you know, I feel silly that uh, a little video like that, you know, would get this reaction out of me, but it's, you never know what's going to create that reaction. But uh, anyway, I feel like we went way off topic. That's okay. Yeah. So, um, we'd like to take this moment. Obviously, episode three is going to go to Craig Herman. Yeah, Craig um, Herman. And uh, one of the things that we do to help out with episode one, two, we we say their names so they, they're mm-hmm. never forgotten. So never forgotten. Um, we travel every time we do, we're on a ride. Um, a lot of times, my boys will just go by the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do Memorial Day coming up, or yeah. we're going to put flags. Just around the corner, twenty fifth. I think I forget what we're doing that if they're doing it the, the day before or whatnot, but we'll plant flags and we'll, um, we'll go out and see them yeah. on the day. I think they need to do flags before that. Anyways, we'll figure that out. Um, so at any rate, keep visiting him. Mm-hmm. That's something we always will do. You know, it's, it's in between both of our houses. Um, we love going out there. We love visiting. We love taking, you know, pictures yeah. with him. We love shooting. Um, we love leaving crafts for him. Um, we just love it. We love, and we always, we always meet people out there that mm-hmm. are there saying goodbye to one of their loved ones or they're, and it's just nice to, for the kids to get involved in that. So, mm-hmm. um, so we, we try to do that, but, um, this one, this goes to you, Craig, get our glasses. Yeah. It's Craig. It's a Craig. All right. Well, um, I want to say thank you everybody for for joining in and listening to us check us uh, out on facebook check us out on facebook uh honorable words podcast that's honorable words podcast uh on facebook there not rural words not not rural uh i can't do rural you can't do, no. you just did it i said rural, 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 rural. <laughs> that was yeah two whiskey sours deep rural rural yeah um and then we're eventually gonna we're gonna have a Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, Snapchat. I'll be on top of TikTok. We're, we're gonna be on it all. Uh, and also, don't forget, uh, all if if you're listening and you know all the hours of Star Trek, all the hours of Star Trek, post it on our Facebook page, and you'll be the winner. Uh, the first person that gets it correct, meritorious high five and thirty minutes of my time. Yeah, meritorious one crisp high five and 30 minutes of Chris's time if you're within the Omaha metro area. Yes. All right. Well, I go to Lincoln. Uh, okay, Lincoln. I go to Lincoln. Okay, if you're within the Nebraska tri-state area. <laughs> tri-state? Yeah, that's Missouri. I go to Council Bluffs. No, Can't, Council, no. I think it's Iowa. Uh, Iowa. I'm okay. not sure. If, you, if you're within a reasonable distance. If it's food related, yeah. it is negotiable. Yeah. Food and beer. I'll travel. All right. All right. Um, Okay, I think that's going to wrap it up for the day. Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Rock out, rock on. Simplify.